Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Laird Veach is the vice president and the director of intercollegiate athletics at the University of Memphis. You can go follow him on Twitter on X at Laird Veach. Kind enough to join us now. Laird, I want to start with this first question. Why does the school want to own Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium? <laughs> Uh, well, there, there, it's a, it's a pretty, there's a pretty in-depth answer to that. Let's hear it. Uh, after a lot, out of a lot of uh, consideration from a lot of directions, um, you know, obviously part of it's financial, uh, but part of it is, is really, it's kind of like controlling your own destiny. You know, it puts you in a position where you can make decisions about, you know, your, your, the, the largest and you know primary venue um, you can own, and you know it, it has a big impact not only financially but on the kind of fan experience you can provide. Um, and you know, I, I would tell you that part of it's perception, right? You, 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 how if you look at yourself from uh, the lens of other schools and conferences, um, other folks out there, there. Uh, the vast majority of those schools, you know, own or at least, uh, you know, control their own stadium. Um, and, you know, a big part of it, too, is that it obviously because of the, the way it's, it's positioned, it sort of unlocks the, the um, you know, the opportunity to, to renovate the stadium and, and get it to a level that we needed to get to. So uh, it, it, it's a, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of things to manage in the, in the years ahead, but uh, it is unquestionably a great thing for, for the university overall long term. Yeah, I was curious just from a, I guess, an a emotional standpoint, Laird, yesterday finalizing the political process of this, if you will. Uh, you still got a fundraising arm of this that you've got to go through and then a, a construction part of it that you've got to go through. But is is the political slash, and I get you know, there's still more financial stuff that you've got to acquire, if you will, to, to make everything happen, but... It, was this the part that feels like it's the hardest in these facilities projects, or do you feel like this next part that you're now entering is going to ultimately be the the part that is the most arduous? Uh, I'm just curious. Like, like it, obviously, yesterday, did it feel like you got over the hump, if you will? Yeah. Well, I would say that. I, I definitely feels like we got over the hump. I mean, you feel like now that this is this is going to happen. It, it is. It is. You know, it's official. It's moving forward. Uh, now, there's certainly. You know, a lot of due diligence and uh, you know contract work, attorney work, a lot of a lot of things in the background that we're working through that they got to be done. But in terms of you know, um, if you were look at it from like a risk analysis of, of is this this uh, this transfer and the renovation all going to happen? Now you feel really confident that now it's just the, the in terms of hard, in terms of working hard, <laughs> in a lot of ways the work is ahead of us. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the the political part is is challenging, and um, 
and difficult. But, you know, as I've, I've told our staff, um, it, it, the, the next few years, we're going to have a ton of work to do. It is, it is a massive lift to take over ownership of a stadium like that. We were trying to think of, you know, if it's happened in recent years, comparisons and other schools that are out there, it just, it's, it's just not something you can draw an experience for. You know, you got to really uh, be thoughtful about how you approach it all. Um, so in, in the, the transition, the, you know, just the management of the stadium, the operations of the stadium, and of course the, the fundraising and the construction and all those things. Um, and you know, even financially, the next few years, it gets more difficult before it gets better. You know, the, the time it gets better is once you get renovation done, and, you know, you've addressed a lot of the long-term issues that have been there, but you also, you know, then you have obviously the, the, the kind of premium amenities that um, generate significant revenue for, for programs that we just haven't had before. Does it feel like now you're in the construction business? <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. Um, you know, I, I will tell you, though, just personally, it's if I had to pick one thing that I really just, uh, love about um, this profession. It's 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 raising money and building buildings. I mean, it's that those things are a lot of fun. Um, they're challenging, uh, but they are they are really exhilarating. And in part because you feel like you really have an, a big impact on a place. You know, it's as administrators. You know, it, we, it's really all about coaches and student athletes doing all the all the fun stuff, and you're there to support them. But this is a way you feel like you're really having a, a tangible impact, and and you get to see kind of the the um, the emotional kind of rallying part of that for for your fan base, for your donors, um, the momentum that brings for everybody, the energy, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it is a ton of work, but um, it's it's really I, you know I've had the chance to do it a couple of places in pretty significant ways, and it's just a really it's a, it's an awesome uh, opportunity for for everybody involved. We're talking to Laird Veach, the athletics director at the University of Memphis. He's also now, I, I guess the I guess you don't. You're not the owner of a stadium, but you are going to be uh, essentially running it as long as you're the athletic director at <laughs> at Memphis. Now, um, I'm curious. Building manager. Yeah. No. Well. So obviously, part of this is now you've got to raise this fifty million dollars to match the challenge gift from Fred Smith and his family. Um, so I, you know, I, I want to give you a chance to kind of sell some stuff here, Laird. Like, what what are we? I know, like the finalized plans have changed now because. You know, it's been a lot, a long time since you first introduced these plans. It was you know, almost two years ago at this point. Um, and, you know, a lot of things have changed in society. Probably some of the things you want to get are different now. Like, can you give us a general sense? Like, what, what, are, what is Memphis going to be getting with this $220 million project if, if all the money gets raised like you, you plan it to? Yeah, you know, I, I would say essentially, you know, what we what we've talked about before, which is, you know, you know, transforming the west side of that stadium, um, changing the way we we look dramatically, um, you know, activating the halo and that space out there, um, you know, addressing some of the long term issues that are there, and also, you know, finding ways to really impact all the fans with, you know, the concessions and and those hospitality kind of things areas that as you as you come into the stadium. I mean, it is, we're, you know, we're going to get all that. It may not look exactly the same, but it'll look very similar, and, and all the same components are, are, are there. Um, and that's a lot of what we're working through right now. So, you know, everybody wants to know, okay, what exactly is going to be? When exactly are we going to start? And I am, like, dying to get that going. But we have to take a moment to sort of step back and look at it through a new lens of, you know, we, we were involved before, but, you know, there's a difference when you're in an ownership position. And, 
And, you know, while all those same elements may may be there, the priorities in terms of timing may shift a little bit. Um, And and it it does allow you to look at at, uh, the stadium more long term. You know, you can think about it as, you know, phases over time, which is what the vast majority of of places have done across the country that have really, you know, renovated or transferred their stadium. You you take it in in phases and chunks. Um, With all that, um, it, it is... It is going to be uh, dramatically different. It, it, it just modernizes the, the the facility, and you know, for all of us that are in the profession or, or go around in other places, and big fans or folks in the media like yourselves, you've been to other other stadiums, and you know, you know, the level of amenity um, and the experience that your 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 fans can have in particular. And we're going to be able to provide that for the first time, and it's it's uh, that part's exciting, and it, and it gives you a chance to really engage with your fans at a higher, deeper level in a way that they're more excited about. And it, you, what, what you find is when you build things like that, you have uh, more fans come to the surface because suddenly it's kind of the place to be and and they get an experience that they just have never had before. So it's um, it's impactful on a lot of levels. And, you know, those, those same kind of things are, are going to be there. Does it feel like it's harder than ever to get people into the building now? Um, you know, I, I think, you I mean, in terms of just getting people to football games, yeah, it just, it just feels like in general, like now everyone's having to think of all of the, you know, I, what are incentives to get people into the building? Because now it's like, we can, I can watch my team whenever I want. And so now I have to think about fan experience, maybe in a way that I used to not have to, it's like, how can, you know, it does feel like that is, seems to be a big topic of conversation amongst people in your profession. Yeah, no question. Any question, and that's that's been you know certainly an evolution you've seen over the last you know several years. Really, as, as the onset of digital television and and then the bigger TVs and all those things. That's you know it's kind of one of those things how how competition you know creates um, you know creates excellence. You know, it's when you when you when you have to find a way to make the fan experience better to get them show up, then it makes you think about things differently, get more creative, reinvest back into the experience. Um, you know, that's a that's a demand we've all been trying to, you know, trying to address in different ways. Um, and this is just a, a, a really big shot in the arm in that direction. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's really, it, it is, it's a challenge. Um, you know, obviously it's across the, it's not just in Memphis, it's everywhere. But, um, you know, especially when you're in an outdated venue, I mean, it makes it even harder, you know, because people people want that finer, more comfortable, you know, kind of experience. I'm not trying to pin you down on a date, but the original plans were we wanted to have this thing, you know, at least mostly done by the beginning of the 2025 football season. Is that date now, I don't know if the word negotiable is right, but like is that is that maybe going to change? Is that flexible? Or they, how, how, in general terms, where are you at on that in terms it, of the process? Yeah, I, I think that there's a chance that changes. I think flexible could be a term you use. I think the, the, the real answer is, we should know in the coming weeks, and I, yeah. I really want to be able to get to an answer on that as soon as, uh, as soon as we can, for obvious reasons, not just for our fans, but for our own sake and planning, and you know the financial piece and all those things. There's a lot to that kind of kind of rides on on those kind of decisions. But you know how and when we start, and how it impacts the next season and the seasons after. You know, it's that's a that's a, a key decision we got to get to. Um, but we're not quite there yet. We got to assess the plan a little bit more, and we got to get more information. Really, it's basically about um, looking at the design, making sure it's exactly what we feel like is are the priorities, 
and also then matching it up with our new funding formula, you know, and the timing of those those funds, you know, because it's you got 120 million dollars that that's going to be there, but you also have to raise 50, and you got the the match, and those are pledges that come in, uh, you know, over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, there's just a lot of the the financial piece uh, putting those things together that you gotta you gotta marry up, and you gotta make sure that you're doing it responsibly, right? It's it's not my money, it's donor money, it's state money, it's it's others. We gotta make sure we're you know, we're doing right by that and, mm-hmm. and making, you know, smart choices. Well, it does feel like a good time to be raising money. You've got a football program that's, you know, as as good as it's been in five years, really, really rolling into the offseason with a lot of momentum. you got a top 15 basketball program. Uh, you got a stadium now that you own. Um, <laughs> I imagine that makes it easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh... – it, that yeah, momentum is a huge thing in our in our business, and and, and we we got it right now. We need, and we do need to take advantage of it. We need to, you know, in, in my linebacker days, it's time to shoot the gap. You know, we got we got to take this opportunity and really run with it and and maximize it now because you know those things don't always line up together, but they're here in front of us now, and it's it's important that you know it's important not just for the near term but for the long term of this place. We 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 need to take advantage of the opportunity. Laird, on the, the secondary fundraising, so that additional $50 million, it's one of the biggest undertakings that we've seen the school have. Like, without giving away, like, the whole plan, like, how realistic, how feasible do you think it is to, to actually get that additional $50 million? Yeah, I do. I do think it's feasible. I think it's. I think it is realistic. Um, you know, we we've looking at. We've been, of course, thinking about this from a campaign standpoint for quite some time. We didn't know exactly what the number was going to be or how it all would play out. But uh, when when you look at our our fan base, our uh, our donor community, our corporate community, there is there's significant capacity here. Um, and there is real passion for the Tigers. Uh, and when you combine that with such a tangible opportunity like the stadium and what, you know, what's, what's always nice is when they get something out of it, right. With really nice sure. tweets and club seats and all that. Um, and on top of that, you, you layer on um, the credibility and um, let's say kind of positive pressure from the Fred Smith family to, uh-huh. <laughs> to, and the gift that, you know, that just, the positive the, example the message that that sent from him and from that family to the importance of this for the city, not just for Tiger fans and Tiger football, but overall and recognizing that is is huge. I mean, it just it, it gives us such a um, you know, such a credible um, sort of base to work from when we're when we're talking to people about the importance of it, and and that now is the time to take advantage of it, and it's all lined up. But we have to have our people step up at levels that they've never stepped up before, right? But it's there, and 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 I I believe they believe it, and even I can tell just from the early conversations we've had with folks, there's a lot of energy around it, there's a lot of excitement about it, and there's a there's a recognition that um, we need to take advantage of the opportunity. So um, it's it's not easy. It's a it's a big number, <laughs> and it is. And it's going to take a lot of people saying yes, um, but I, I believe it's there, and I, I really feel good about you know the opportunity to go make it happen. How much does that fundraising arm impact the timeline? Um, it, it, well, it impacts it quite a bit because you don't want to overextend, right? So, sure. 
So, and one of the things we, we, we've talked about uh, kind of more internally, but is this, this phasing concept and, you know, taking on the, 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 the west side to the east side transition and then taking on the west side. And then, you know, maybe you, 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 you pocket a, a portion of it and do it at the end. Uh, you know, so some of those dollars we got to figure out, we're going to do 220 and we're going to, we're going to, you know, meet that match or we're going to get there. But, you know, can you commit to a certain amount from a, what you sign on the dotted line with with a contractor um, and keep it going and then and then keep raising and then you know finalize it on the on the back end so it may have to be a little different in terms of our approach but it's it's going to happen uh, it's just a matter of you know really it's a matter of how how fast our people say yes right and how, how how quickly they're they're willing to commit um, and then you know there's a lot of a lot of you know financing and and um, you know things in the background that have to have to come together. Is there anything we, we missed? Anything that we should have asked? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nothing I could think of. I, I just we're super excited. Um, you know, I I do really appreciate how everybody's come together. The, you know, the politics and the negotiations and all those things in the background can be challenging. But you know, the you know when you know when the Smith family stepped up and 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 made this happen, it was really. It was really cool to see how everybody just sort of coalesced around that, rolled up their sleeves, um, a lot of late nights, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, sitting in, in conference rooms of the last <laughs> handful of weeks. But it's it's been really cool to see, and I, I just appreciate, you know, the, the willingness of everybody to, to make it happen. Laird, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about a couple other things going on in the athletic department. First, I, I spoke to you before uh, the football team uh, beat beat Iowa State pretty handily there in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and obviously um pretty pretty good momentum for that football program and you you, you said to me back then uh, a couple weeks ago that there were there were discussions going on with Ryan Silverfield about an extension I, I'm just curious where you guys are in that process and just your thoughts heading into the offseason with the football program and where they're at yeah um you know, the, uh, nothing's really changed from from where we're at. We're still in the process. Um, you know, conversation is still going on. It is it is a process, uh, but still feel really good about it. Um, and obviously, when you and I talked before the game, I, I indicated I, I felt good about where we were headed, and I and I felt like that will happen. And certainly, if the outcome of that game and the way where it had, where it headed, then you know, I feel even even stronger about that. Um, so it's it's headed in the right direction. Uh, I, admittedly, you know, my I've been distracted. <laughs> mm. So, so many others, um, you know, in the department in the last last couple three weeks. Um, yeah, I think everybody understands that. But um, but yeah, that I feel good about where that's headed, and you know, just really excited about you know Ryan and the program and where it's headed. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 definitely going in the right direction with uh, from from a lot of different directions. And then obviously things are rolling with Penny, but the, the big news that earlier this week was. Uh, Mikey Williams' decision to enter enter the transfer portal, and there was at least some indications that you know, I know along this this has been a long process with him. What, what I'm just curious about with there was had the university made any sort of decision on his uh, ability to play on the team this year, join the team this year, or moving forward when he made that decision to transfer or to enter the transfer portal this week? Has there been any decision one way or the other at this point? Are you allowed to say that? Uh-huh. Uh, no, I, I would just say that you know the process was underway, kind of, kind of yeah, similar to what our our statement read. Uh, really, nothing beyond that. Uh, I, I wouldn't say there were definitive decisions. That that's that's a process that would have to continue. Um, 
and you know understand that that Mikey you know felt like he wanted to explore his options. So that's that's we support him in his right to do that. And then have you guys noticed in the athletic department with the team? I mean, they're thirteen and two. They got a game tonight, seven o'clock UTSA at FedEx Forum. It seems like the crowds have been very good for these games, especially those non-conference ones so far. What uh? What sort of momentum has uh, that program been building with these wins from a, just a ticket sales standpoint, just a enthusiasm standpoint from what you've seen? Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, it's not surprising, you know, with our with uh, the Memphis uh, basketball fan base uh, in this community and, and, and what's been over the years and, and, you know, how people feel about Penny and, and the program, uh, you know, I, it, with, when you combine all that with, with winning, it, it really, really sets something on fire. So that's been fun to see, you know, it's been fun to see the energy and, and, uh, you know, all the things that are building there too. And I feel like we have an opportunity to do something special. Laird, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Laird. Thank you guys. Take care. As Laird Veach, the athletics director at the University of Memphis. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.